Hey, Adam. Hey, Hal. I watched kind of a bad movie this week. Oh, yeah? What's it about? So there's this trans woman, and she's living in the South, and she has this best friend named Robbie, and she meets this other woman uh, who is in completely different, like, social circles to her, and the two of them become friends, and the trans woman, Ricky, introduces her to, like, home fashion techniques and makes her a dress and it's really fun and cool except the other woman is engaged to this terrible man and there's a bunch of like family drama stuff and also she's sad because of her mom and there's one of those emo teen videos you know where you're holding up signs and talking about why you're sad it's a whole thing okay but is it gay Welcome to Okay, But Is It Gay, a podcast about gay movies that you probably haven't heard of. Today we're talking about, what year did this movie come out? I have the Wikipedia page open. 2014? Yes. Is that right? Boy Meets Girl 2014, directed by Eric Schaefer. Oh, Eric. Why'd you do this to us? (laughs) Hey, Eric. (laughs) Uh, This movie, so, uh, trigger warnings for... I wrote them down. Full frontal nudity. Full frontal nudity. It returns. Our good <laughs> friend, full full frontal nudity. Um, infidelity. Transphobia. Uh, but it's all villainized. Like, all of the transphobes in this movie are, like, it's very clear that they're the bad guys. Oh, except one instance, which we will talk about. Uh, <sighs> death of a parent. Suicidal ideation. Brief references to Islamophobia, but no one is, like, hate-crimed in this movie. I don't think there are any people of color in this movie to get... This is the whitest movie on our list, actually. It might be. And a tiger orange? Hmm. Alright, one of the whitest. One of the whitest. Cloudburst... I don't think Cloudburst has any people of color in it either. I think it would be easier to pick out the least white movie on this list. Hmm. I forgot about Cloudburst. All right, go on. Also, the F slur gets used and the R word and for no reason. Not that there's ever like a reason to use a slur, but like in this instance, it was like, why? You could have used any other word. So if any of that kind of stuff bothers you, maybe uh, skip this one or tread with caution. Tread with caution? Is that the phrase? That sounds right. Okay. <laughs> Proceed with caution. That also Proceed works. Proceed with caution. Tread with care. <laughs> I have an entire English degree. And you're using it very well. <laughs> okay, so this movie is about a trans woman who has a relationship with a woman for the first time. And then everything just gets ruined for no reason. Mm-hmm. Never once does this film say the word bisexual. <laughs> this film just betrays me in like five different ways. Yeah, actually. this this is maybe that's the episode title. Betrays me in five different ways. <laughs> yeah, we were betrayed. We were betra- we were betrayed and misled. I 
this is a movie that I would love to show to people because it angered me so much. <laughs> Sometimes I lie awake at night and I remember the choices this film made. Uh-huh. That's what it did yeah, to me. Yeah, this is this is one of the, uh, one of the ones that you can you should show to people and just not tell them anything about it. Oh, absolutely not. No warnings. Okay, so we open on Ricky, a younger version of her, uh, making one of those videos where you like sit in front of your camera and you hold up signs and you're sad about it. Yeah, one of those confessional videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and she is talking about her mom. Um, but then we fast forward almost immediately to Ricky working at the local coffee shop. She's hanging out with her best friend, Robbie, who is played by um, Michael Welsh. Welch? Uh, my, uh, what, I've forgotten what the show is called now. I really like this show. <laughs> oh no, this is like a famous person? Z, he's not like famous, famous. Um, Z Nation. Oh, no way. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was the, um, the boyfriend in Z Nation. The like secondary, the like beta couple boyfriend. You know what? That's disappointing. <laughs> that That's really a shame. Shout out to my Z Nation stands. I dropped <laughs> off that show hard, but uh, I remember liking uh, Michael Welch's character. Anyway, they're hanging out uh, at the coffee shop, and what is this woman's name? Francesca. Yes. Francesca comes in. Francesca, I really want to describe as like a lady because she's acts the whole movie except for like this one choice that she makes, like this mm -hmm. very you know proper like traditional mm -hmm. southern lady. She's very southern belle, and she's really sweet. Yeah, and she has done no wrong in my eyes. Maybe some people yeah. would disagree with me, but she's truly lovely and um, doesn't deserve so many. She's very kind. And she just is very bubbly also. She's just bright. She compliments Ricky's bangs. Yeah. Like the first, she comes up to this woman and the first thing that she says is that she is beautiful. And like, that's a mood. <laughs> and, and it happens. Didn't she walked in like right after Ricky was saying something about like, maybe I should right. date girls. That happened right after that, right? Uh, because... Men just want sex. Mm -hmm. She's not having any, not had any luck dating men, and so it's like, maybe I should date girls. How bad could it be? And then Francesca walks in. Bam. Uh, Ricky then compliments her like fancy engagement ring that she's got on, which is like, uh oh. <laughs> Francesca then orders like a fancy coffee drink. I don't remember what the coffee drink is. Then Ricky says, Starbucks is on Montague Street. We sell coffee here. Which I just thought was very funny. And then Francesca says, the very, the, the very thing that men want most is the thing that they're afraid of. And she means commitment. And Ricky means dick. That's hilarious. Establishing character moment for both of them. It's very good. Ricky's a really likable character because she's very, like, confident like that mm -hmm. when she makes these sorts of jokes. So I really liked her right away. And then Francesca, like, gets her cappuccino. Two fifty for a cappuccino is very good. Also, this is a great <laughs> coffee shop. More people should be in it. Uh, and then she leaves. And Robbie can tell. Robbie clocks that Ricky has, like, has a little crush on Francesca right away. 
And that's some best friend stuff. I mean, who wouldn't? Again, Francesca <laughs> is, like, amazing. Then Ricky and Robbie take a walk down to the swimming hole and talk about how Ricky doesn't want to be into Francesca because she feels like she's probably conservative because she grew up in their small southern town and also, like, is, like, sort of obviously wealthy. And so those two combined, Ricky's like, mm, I don't know. This, that conversation was really weird. They have this whole debate on all the reasons why Francesca's like a bad match. And one of those reasons is not the fact that Francesca's engaged. Yeah. <laughs> why is that not the only reason? Or at least the first one. And it's never even thought of. Never once. So that was weird. And I think that really sets a tone for uh, this movie in general, honestly. Robbie thinks that even if Francesca ends up being fr- being transphobic, that Ricky would be fine because she's really good with dealing with bullies. Apparently, Ricky and her friends were once flashed by an attacker, and Ricky responded by flashing him back, which is a lot, I think. That's also a weird thing for Robbie, I think, to say to his friend. Like, oh, even if this person's transphobic, it's fine because you have experience dealing with that. Why does that mean she wants to deal with it more, Robbie? Yeah. What are you doing, Robbie? (laughs) I hate Robbie. (laughs) Autumn does not like Robbie. I think he's okay up until a point. Terrible. But he is, unfortunately, a straight cis dude. Oh, and he reminds us all the time. That is his personality trait. Yeah. You've heard of gay characters whose whole ca- whose whole personality is that they're gay. Robbie's whole personality is that he is straight. And he makes sure to bring that up in conversation a lot. As straight men do. There's also another flashback about how Robbie's dumb friends. If your friends are being transphobic to the person that you consider your closest friend, stop being friends with those people. That's the, that is my view of this situation. But like Robbie's friends are transphobic at Ricky until she gets on hormones and like develops and gets hot. Like that's rude. And so gross. Yeah. Leave her alone. Yeah, I Robbie just like not really standing up for her in this flashback in general, just being a uh loser. And that's foreshadowing, folks. it's fine so they get to the swimming hole and francesca is there and she's impressed that ricky made her own swimsuit and ricky explains that she wants to go to fashion school in new york she's got like an application pending right now yeah and it's very exciting doesn't she make like all her own clothes Mm -hmm. and she has a little like fashion vlog that she does right she makes with her little brother francesca asks if she and robbie are if ricky and robbie are together And Ricky says, oh, he doesn't like girls like me, which like, if that's true, rude. And Francesca says, but you're funny and smart and gorgeous. So what's wrong with him? Yeah, I, I really don't understand why Ricky wants to be friends with someone who like, I don't know, she thinks at least views her that way, you know? Maybe she has no other options. I don't know. But she seems to genuinely like Robbie, and I don't get why. Yeah, and the movie doesn't give him a whole lot of, like, positive personality traits, other than I guess he is, like, a pretty loyal friend up until a point. Again, 
up until a point. There is a scene in this movie that breaks every piece of characterization that could have redeemed Robbie as a character and also the plot of the movie, and we will get there. They do, Ricky and Robbie do have some really good banter Mm -hmm. um, and some really good, like, feels like very authentic friend moments that are really Mm -hmm. nice. So it makes it that much more disappointing when Robbie makes choices that he does. Yeah. Um, Francesca explains that she, that her fiance uh, is in Afghanistan and that she is from their town but didn't grow up there except for like summers and holidays because she was in like a fancy boarding school and that's why she never met Ricky before. Francesca also says that she's not very adventurous, which then prompts Ricky to come out to her and via text. It's very cute. She like asks for Francesca's number and then like texts her, I'm trans. And Francesca doesn't know what trans people are. Yeah, that was, uh, I cringed for a second. I just felt bad for Ricky who had to like then go into detail. (laughs) Yeah. Stop asking trans people about their genitals, 2K21. (laughs) Well, you know, this is only 2014. Obviously, we didn't have Google. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, so that that was really awkward. But Francesca's really, really cool about it. Um, mm-hmm. Like, once she understands, she's like, oh, that's cool. That's just a detail that I know about you now. That's fine. Yeah, and they move on and become good friends. And it's very wholesome and lovely. And then Ricky says, don't go falling in love with me or anything. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Ricky. <sighs> yeah. Oh, and then also it turns out that Francesca's fiancé is one of Ricky's bullies from high school. Uh-oh. I mean, it seemed like most of the people from her high school were bullies. That was the impression mm-hmm. I got. Yeah, but like he was one of... One of the worst ones. Yeah. David, that's his name, right? Yes. Yes. That sounds right. He seems like a David. I wrote down David, so that seems to be correct. (laughs) And then Ricky uh, comes home, checks for her acceptance letter in the mail, while her baby brother plays in the waiting pool out front, and they have a really cute, really supportive relationship. They're about 10 years apart, um, and it's very clear that Ricky had a big hand in helping to raise her brother, because her dad is is a single parent. But it is also very clear that Uh, That wasn't because the father was distant. It was just because sometimes you need help raising a child. And sometimes when there's an older child involved with a a much younger child, then the older one will then pitch in. Yeah, the dad is barely in this movie, but the scenes he's in are really uh, wonderful. And he's like super supporting and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. So the dad and the little brother are the only good male characters in this film. Francesca's dad is... Fake? I mean, yes. <laughs> You're right. I thought about it for a second because he has an opportunity to be transphobic later and he isn't transphobic. And so I was like, oh, Francesca's dad is fine. But then I remembered that he's like r- running for Senate as a Republican. So never mind. Also, if just because someone is like, that's the bare minimum. Yeah. Oh, they weren't transphobic that one time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, definitely he could have been worse. He was doing the politician thing where you're, like, polite and respectful to everyone. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. Francesca also comes home and calls her fiancé. They have, like, a video chat. Uh, Her fiancé's racist. This is the part where the Islamophobia 
that I was talking about earlier comes in is just in this scene. And also he's really gross about virginity. This movie yeah. has is very concerned about virginity and there's like a spectrum of being concerned about virginity in this movie and like on the one hand you're gross about it which David is and on the other hand at least according to the movie you're not gross about it but it's still really important and that's where like ironically Ricky is but we'll get to that Uh, he's also transphobic you go for it I was just gonna say about the like virginity thing you know this is a small southern conservative town so it's a fair assumption that most of these people at least the ones that we you know meet especially in Francesca's circle are all very Mm -hmm. conservative and have gross views about and David says something about saving themselves for marriage and stuff which that's Mm -hmm. very (laughs) hypocritical of him <laughs> and uh yeah so it's it's not surprising that they're like that he's also transphobic and like to the point where he's upset that francesca wants to be friends with ricky yeah he's like micromanaging who his fiance can befriend and what she can do with her time to be fair to francesca uh, she doesn't listen to him and does whatever she wants but like why mm-hmm. are you even if I told my fiance that I made a new friend and he's immediately transphobic about them, I would no longer be engaged to that person, actually. Yeah, don't date transphobes. Just don't do it. I don't know why that wasn't a bigger red flag for Francesca immediately. Then we're back with Ricky and Robbie. They're hanging out in her room talking about boobs. As you do. I mean, what else are you going to talk about? <laughs> Ricky uh, is like unsatisfied with her bust size and Robbie is all aren't any boobs boobs enough you know what that's the best line he has in this whole movie (laughs) that's not what he says but the the vibe like that's the vibe yeah he's right absolutely Francesca texts uh, Ricky and she invites her over Robbie jets because he has to go be a slut oh I I thought he like left because he didn't want to get in the way of Ricky and Francesca. But was it just because he had something else to do? That might be it. Because, like, he says that he has a date and Ricky is like, yeah, he has to go be a man whore. Okay. That might be subterfuge. Like, the timing. Because as soon as Francesca walks in, basically, Mm -hmm. he leaves. The timing's just suspicious. Yeah. He might be being a bro. You're right. And Francesca, like, immediately asks for a tampon because we have to have this scene. <laughs> and then just when when Ricky's like, yeah, I don't have that, she just doesn't need one anymore? Yeah, she's like, false alarm. But it's like, ha- hmm? That was just, like, her saying that it was just to have that awkward moment. Yeah. The way that Ricky handles that situation is very funny because she just sort of, like, Francesca says, do you have a tampon? And Ricky just sort of looks at her for a little bit, just like waiting for her to realize. Yeah, that was really funny. Again, Ricky like is so, at least acts very, you know, secure for most of this movie and Mm -hmm. like handles everything with this really good uh, humor and she's really great. It's very refreshing. Francesca helps Ricky, like Francesca guests on Ricky's fashion blog and uh, Ricky, like, knows a lot about different fashion collections and labels and can, like, guess the designer of basically every garment that Francesca is wearing. Basically, and Ricky that... is seducing Francesca with her fashion knowledge. 
100%. And it's working very well. Yeah, she's absolutely bowled over. (laughs) Once the vlog is over, Sam has to go to bed and Ricky and Francesca hang out some more. Stop asking trans people what bathroom they use. It's not your business. Oh, does she ask her that? I didn't even write that down. Yeah, I haven't written down any context here, but like, stop. At least, I I feel like all of her questions, some of her questions are like awkwardly insensitive, but you can, like, they're not framed that way. Mm -hmm. You know, her, she definitely is just asking because she's like curious as a friend. Mm -hmm. But it, I don't. I feel like they haven't been friends long enough where you can just ask someone that. And again, Google. Just yeah. Google. It's right there. <laughs> Francesca asks, like, you know, about her family, and Ricky reveals that her mom died seven years ago when her little brother was really little, was two, I think. Um, and then Francesca asks if Ricky has ever been with a girl. Hmm? Why just, do you want to know, Francesca? Yeah, just casually out of nowhere you know the things that two girls ask each other <laughs> and then francesca says not even accidentally which like what does that mean yeah what does that mean you know what that like, line made me concerned for francesca <laughs> <laughs> what aren't you telling us about your past like maybe you didn't realize they were a girl at the time is that how you're accidentally with a girl <laughs> yeah i I don't know, like, did she mean before uh, Ricky realized that she liked men, maybe? Maybe. I I, I don't... At, at any rate, Ricky confirms that she's never been with a woman. I believe Francesca helpfully adds that she hasn't either. Yeah. You know, which is a thing that we definitely could not have assumed. <laughs> that isn't apparent from the everything about her. <laughs> And then Francesca, like, flirts with her a little bit, but Ricky's like, I respect the sanctity of engagement. And then they kiss. Yeah. Make up your mind, Ricky. What's up? Also, Francesca, what is that ring? Just, like, an accessory? (laughs) Yeah. um, Like, her fiancé is terrible, but you should break up with your terrible fiancé before you kiss someone else. Just a thought. Right. And especially because at this point... She doesn't seem unhappy with her fiancé. Like, there was that terrible conversation they had. But other than that, you know, she seemed totally content. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just she just kisses someone else first chance she gets. And it's, like, the weird excuse of, like, I'm sick of not having any regrets or, or whatever the little thing she keeps saying, not being adventurous yeah. enough. Uh, which I guess is kind of understandable. You're stuck in a small town, whatever. But what are you doing? <laughs> and the movie, no one ever once, like, looks at this cheating subplot, because that's what this is, as mm-hmm. bad or even really as cheating. Yeah. It's weird. So they kiss and then Francesca freaks out. She's like, oh no, and flees leaving behind one of her hair bows like Cinderella. Cinderella is really a great way to describe her in general, I think. Mm. (laughs) Then um, Ricky's like going back to her room after having like chased, like, um, not chased, but like tried to follow Ricky uh, as she fled. (laughs) And she passes by Sam's room and they have this really cute moment where Sam asks if Ricky thinks that he's weird because he's like into more traditionally boy things. 
Oh yeah, I forgot about Sam is adorable. He's so cute. And like I think a really good depiction of like just a little kid who's trying to figure things out and is like looking at his older sister and being like, Well, I'm not like Ricky because I, you know, play soldier with my action figures. And so uh, Sam asks, like, do you think I'm weird because I'm, like, into this kind of stuff that you're not into? And Ricky's like, aw. She says there's nothing that he can do that will make him strange or imperfect. And, like, that's so cute. Their relationship is so cute and good. Yeah. I, I wish there was more of that in the movie because it's it's so wholesome. Mm-hmm. We stand a trans movie where the family loves and respects the trans person. Yeah. That's never even, there's absolutely no conflict there at Mm -hmm. all. More of that, please. Though there is with the mom, I guess. Oh, yeah. Which, that, we... Spoiler. Well, isn't that, like, the next thing we learn in this movie? Or no? Oh, yeah, you're right. Because we're right back to the flashback video. Yeah, we just slowly get more and more of the the, uh, confessional video, like, throughout the Mm -hmm. movie. And the next bit reveals that the mom didn't die. She actually left after giving birth to Sam because she was ashamed of Ricky. Which is, I can't swear because Apple Podcasts will come for us, but <laughs> that's messed up. Yeah, at least we we don't get to act, we don't have to see any of that. It's just told through this video, um, mm-hmm. sparing us, you know, this one thing. Uh, the next day. Ricky and Sam, like, check the mail together. Her acceptance letter still hasn't come. And then Ricky goes on to work where Robbie visits on his lunch break. And Ricky is just like, so Francesca kissed me last night. Yeah, and this, okay, the conversation they have was simultaneously, like, kind (laughs) of adorable, I think, but also really Mm -hmm. weird. Like, um, I just forgot everyone's names. Ricky asks for advice on like how to have sex with girls basically Mm -hmm. just like just in case you know just to have that knowledge she's never had sex with anyone with a vagina and uh robbie's had lots of sex with lots of people yeah and he's super uncomfortable with like trying to explain this and i don't really get why i feel like dudes generally love to talk about that stuff at least in my personal experience (laughs) (laughs) they can't talk about it enough i feel like he'd be more likely to be freaked out if you know ricky asked for advice on having sex with people with the dicks but i don't know i don't really i don't know why i mean we can deduce why from a later revelation robbie was so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. but i thought that was kind of he was like weirdly overly awkward about it but he does say like something along the lines of don't worry ricky you're having a dick jeans will speak to you and guide you in the ways of pleasing the vajayjay you know if only that was actually just <laughs> true <laughs> just yeah but that conversation was pretty funny Ricky also says that she thinks it's really cute that Francesca freaked out and ran away, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. At this point, Ricky seems totally, uh, like, enamored with Francesca, which, again, who wouldn't be? And then Francesca shows up to the coffee shop, and she's like, were you guys talking about me? Yeah, no no tact at all anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) They have a cute little moment 
Ricky returns her hair bow. Tries to. Uh, doesn't she tell Ricky to keep it? You're right. Which I, I loved. That was adorable. And I think she overheard Ricky say something about like how good Francesca smelled too. Mm. And she she is like, you smelled really good too. Because we're just full on flirting now. <laughs> Ma'am, you are engaged. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Francesca says or asks Ricky to help her shop for a dress for a party. And there is like a couple, there are a couple of boutiques in town, but Francesca like isn't impressed with their selection. And Ricky offers to make her one. Yeah. Ricky's like, let's go to Target. And Francesca is like, I don't want to wear a Target dress. (laughs) Yeah. Excuse me, Francesca. Some people can only afford Target dresses. (laughs) Ricky's like, you're not going to wear a Target dress. You're going to wear a dress that I make out of a tablecloth from Target. Which is so romantic. Ricky has to take Francesca's measurements and the homoerotic potential of taking dress measurements is fully explored. It's great. Yeah, and and they kiss again during that scene, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like realistically awkward. Yeah, that scene's great, genuinely. This whole like sequence <laughs> is uh, lovely. It just makes the later disappointment so much more terrible. And is that the scene where Francesca admits she's already had sex, that she's not a virgin like her fiancé thinks? Mm-hmm. Ricky says that she doesn't want to be her first because she is engaged. And it's like, shouldn't you like just not want to have sex with this person flat out because they are engaged? Yeah, wh- I don't. why is that not the reason? Yeah, I don't That's, know, man. No one ever thinks this is a bad thing. <laughs> Francesca's like down to clown like right away she's like really enthusiastic and like wants to have sex and Ricky has to interrupt several times to like talk about normal pre-sex things she's like okay are you okay with this like we're gonna do this and this like just having trying to have a normal conversation yeah Ricky is so much more responsible <laughs> I mean not again still no one cares that Francesca's engaged and and while they're making out, the fiance, David, calls Francesca. <laughs> Francesca just ends, just hits end call. This is like, nope. <laughs> Which, I mean, what better way to get back at your fiance for being transphobic, truly? <laughs> but like, at the same time, ma'am, you are engaged to this person. You seemed happy with him until like maybe a week ago. Are you okay? <laughs> But you know what? The movie doesn't want us to feel too bad about it, clearly, um, because, again, David's terrible. And honestly, Mm -hmm. I didn't feel too bad about it. Good for Francesca. Have a good time. Have no regrets. (laughs) (laughs) Then they have this cute little afterglow moment where uh, Ricky sings, I kissed a girl and I liked it. (laughs) Francesca's like, you did a little more than that. (laughs) (laughs) This movie has really good dialogue. Yeah. A lot of really great, realistic feeling, you know, uh, natural feeling dialogue and interactions. And then Francesca wonders if being attracted to Ricky makes her queer. And Ricky's like, no, it just makes you human. Like, movie, please. Oh my god. You know what? That is one of my least favorite scenes in this entire movie. And maybe it's just because it's the first genuinely, I feel like, a bad moment in the movie, Mm -hmm. maybe. But... That made me so 
That, again, is another moment that I like to think about late at night when I just want to be angry for no reason. Like, <laughs> okay, I mean, you and I, when we're watching movies, you know, we always groan if a character's like, I don't believe in labels because, you know, that's, uh, I mean, that's fine in real life, but, like, it, it's terrible for... Only ever brought up when the character is bisexual. Right, yeah, it just adds to gross erasure issues and, like, Labels aren't mm-hmm. everything, but usually you at least in fiction. Usually you at least can can admit that you're not straight. You know, at least we get that far. Yeah. But like, and and Francesca and Ricky just did a gay thing. You know, they had a gay <laughs> thing happen, and Francesca's trying to be like, "Wow, I guess I'm not straight." And. And Ricky's just like, nah, you're, you, it just makes you a person. What, just, just being, is being gay, like, not make you a person? That's homophobic. Is, is this movie <laughs> ac- accidentally homophobic? I don't. Like, if you want to have a character like Ricky, who doesn't want to label their sexuality, that's fine. But what if Francesca, after having this experience where she is romantically and sexually attracted to a girl for the first time, is like, hmm maybe I'm not straight and like goes through a little journey and maybe picks out a label or maybe doesn't like why not just have that little like subplot happen in this movie I don't know why we have to insist that characters who are attracted to multiple genders or like possibly attracted to multiple genders or are possibly discovering queerness for the first time have to reject the idea of queer labels I don't get it yeah and it's not like I need everyone to have sexuality crises in movies. And obviously this movie Mm -hmm. is not about that. But for neither of them, after having this experience, to seem even, like, really remotely curious about, like, what this means for their sexualities just felt so unrealistic. At least Mm -hmm. to me, who likes to, you know, question everything about my identity at least once a week. It just felt very (laughs) unrealistic. Like, the movie lets this gay thing happen and then scares itself because it let this gay thing happen Mm -hmm. and then runs away from it really quickly, which, why? The movie is already queer. You have a trans protagonist. We're already there. Just let the gay happen. Embrace the gay. (laughs) The next morning, Ricky and Robbie drive to Francesca's to drop off her new dress and they talk about what qualifies as gay sex. Oh my god, that was a weird conversation. Because Robbie doesn't think that Ricky and Francesca having sex, despite the two of them being two women, qualifies as gay sex because Ricky hasn't had bottom surgery. And like, what? What are you talking about, Robert? Yeah, and what's really upsetting about this conversation is it's not really his Like, mentality isn't really corrected. The movie is not interested in clarifying that actually two women having sex is is gay. Again, the movie does not want to commit to its gayness. People are not their genitals. I'm just going to say it here on this podcast. People are not their genitals. And your genitals do not determine your sexuality. There. And it's so weird because for the most part, I feel like this movie handles 
Ricky's transness pretty well. So this mm-hmm. conversation then just feels extra out of place here. Like the movie forgot itself. Yeah. Why Why wouldn't Ricky really... She seems not at all interested in correcting him. And like, you don't have to. But I feel like for the audience's sake, maybe you should. Mm-hmm. Like again, in, like, in real life, if a trans person doesn't want to correct someone because they don't want to expend that emotional labor, that is their decision. That is their choice. Yeah. Good for them. In fiction, because these are not real people, they are characters who are playing out a scene on screen for the benefit of real people. Why wouldn't we want to have that conversation about like, no, actually, I did a gay thing last night because I, a woman, had sex with another woman. Stop being an idiot, Robert. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, and again, because Robbie is her best and really only friend... Mm-hmm. Why isn't Ricky more upset by like the implications of what Robbie's saying here? Like he, it's to me anyway. It's implying that kind of as Ricky kind of said herself earlier, I think about why Robbie wouldn't be attracted to her. Like he doesn't really see her as as a, a real woman or something. Right, which is bull. Like, why do you want that from your best friend? What kind of friend is that? Yeah, is he just like. Are they just friends because he's the least transphobic person in town? And, like, if so, that bar is real low. Yeah, gross. Like, he doesn't throw rocks at her, therefore they are best friends. No wonder Ricky wants to leave and move to New York. But Francesca really loves the dress and invites the two of them to the party. Uh, They were gonna watch a scary vampire movie. Which sounds like a better time than hanging out with conservatives, I will say. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But Francesca says that it'll be just as fun and scary as a creepy vampire movie. Yeah, she's so great. It's fine. Mm. I'm I love Francesca, even though she made the bad choice of being engaged to a gross man. So they come to the party. The party is boring and Francesca's literally only interested in hanging out with Ricky. Yeah, the party's like a political party, it feels like, right? Because the dad is, mm-hmm. is campaigning. He's like trying to garner votes from locals and Francesca's being talked at by these two older people and she like sees Ricky and Robbie arrive and her whole face lights up like, oh my god. It's so cute. And like the sort of thing you would expect to see in a romance movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just They're following a lot of tropes here. I'm just saying. And it's great. Uh, she introduces the two of them to her mom and her mom is really impressed with the dress and everything. And... Her mom assumes that Ricky and Robbie are uh, are a couple and also soulmates because they are a man and a woman who are standing next to each other. You know what? What more do you need for a soulmate? Am I right? <laughs> Francesca's dad then like makes a speech about how proud he is of like her engagement to a soldier, and apparently he's pulled some strings to get David discharged earlier. Uh, and this ruins Francesca's day. Like, she visibly deflates. Like, it sucks. Yeah, that's a, that's not what you want to see when the fiancé you haven't seen in person for a while comes home. Yeah. I, I did kind of, I felt bad for David in this scene. Like, he's excited. Mm-hmm. He thinks she'll be excited. And she's not excited. No. <sighs> and obviously, Ricky's also sad. It's really just depressing all around. Yeah. 
Ricky and Robbie hobnob with some guests. They talk about uh, their experience with high school because, like, these are basically the parents of the people that they went to high school with. And then some people their age mixed in. And apparently just everyone got bullied at their high school. Like, someone makes a comment about, like, no one making it out alive from their high school. Which, like, what's going on at this school? We need to figure some stuff out, guys. Yeah, I feel like some of the people at this party have the power to maybe change some of these things. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit. Just a thought. Uh, hi, I'm David, and I'm transphobic. <laughs> David talks to uh, Francesca and her parents and does not like that Francesca invited Ricky to this party. Yeah, his entire demeanor changes as soon as he realizes that Ricky is at this party. He also, like, saw Ricky's blog and, like, felt humiliated that Francesca was standing next to a trans woman on the internet. Yeah, didn't he say something like all the, the fellow soldiers were like making fun of him? Which first of all, wh For why, why do they care? Do you literally have nothing better to do? I'm sorry? Why does it matter? And why is David what? so butthurt over what some idiots think? Grow is fine. Yeah, it was literally, they were talking about clothes. Like, I don't, when I say stands next to a trans woman, that's literally what they were doing in this video. They were just standing next to each other and talking about clothes. Nothing at I, all happens. What? The least um, controversial thing that could happen in a video. David go to therapy. Uh, but Ricky and, and Robbie, like, overhear this conversation and they're like, we should leave. <laughs> We should go. Oh my god. And and the dad, Francesca's dad, has to restrain David from attacking her. Yeah, from attacking Francesca. He's because but she's like these are not good signs. These are red flags. She's like defending mm -hmm. Ricky, who is her friend and maybe more, you know, they did have sex. Like let's not just discount <laughs> that. But she's she's defending her friend. A normal thing a person does, and David tries to bodily attack yeah. her. In public, at this party, her family and friends are here, and he's trying to attack mm -hmm. her. He, like, demands that Francesca out Ricky to her parents, and Francesca, like, refuses to uh, to misgender Ricky or, or out her. Like, absolutely. Like, he is, he thinks that she, that he is backing her into a corner and like making her either misgender or out or both Ricky and Francesca absolutely refuses. Cannot do this. Good on you. Everything David does is so disgusting. This, this, this entire movie, it just continuously horrifies me even more somehow. I, I that takes talent. Maybe. I, I don't know how that, I don't know how, um, Almost attacking your fiancé is not grounds for uh, breaking up. Dump him. Girl, dump him. Wh why, why aren't the parents? Why is the father who was restraining this man not demanding that yeah. they break up? What is next? I think it, the next thing I wrote down is that Sam finds the confessional yes, video. Yes, you're right. Uh, which, like, was saved to Ricky's desktop. Girl, if you don't want people finding that and you know that your brother uses your computer to edit your vlogs, why is it on your desktop? Yeah, I, I don't know if he was maybe, like, going on the computer at a time that he wasn't supposed to or something. But at the very least, you, you should have that in, like, a weird subfolder mm -hmm. somewhere. It's right out there in the open. Not even labeled anything weird. Yeah. 
you know, to throw people off. What are you doing? And this is where it's confirmed that um, Ricky's mother left and they told Sam that she died, which is one heck of a lie to tell a kid. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. He was like two. You're right. But like, oof. Yeah. It's it's sad because Sam is adorable and Mm. we just want to protect him. (laughs) Then we get Francesca's mom coming into the coffee shop. Um, and asks Ricky not to corrupt her daughter. Like, she says, you've had a difficult life, and I don't want that for Francesca. Yeah. What What was exactly she concerned about here? Like, was, was she, did she just think they were, did she think they were more than friends? Francesca made that comment, um, like, at the party, because David is, like, insisting that Ricky isn't really a woman. And Francesca made that comment about how she is a woman and she knows more about pleasing women than you will. And it's just innocuous enough for, like, David not to catch on. But I think that what the movie is saying is that her mom caught on. That's embarrassing. Yeah. (laughs) She also insists that, like, Ricky and Robbie should be a thing, which, like, ma'am. They were just standing next to each other. Yeah, I don't know why she was so adamant about that. The mom was... I forgot how gross the mom is. Yeah, the mom's really gross. She's also transphobic. She says, you'd be better off telling people that you have a birth defect. Which, like, ma'am, can we not? Can we not do this? You're in public. Yeah, maybe never speak again, thanks. (laughs) But Ricky does come back with, is that what you tell people is your excuse? She has the best comebacks. I wish I had comebacks half as good as that. (laughs) And meanwhile, Francesca has been texting Ricky to check up on her. She's like, hey, you left the party. I know that you heard what David said. Are you okay? I'm sorry. Like, Francesca. I I don't know why no one's checking up on Francesca, who was almost attacked by her fiance. Yeah. Delete this man. Delete this man. No one cares. No one is upset about this thing. Oh, then Ricky gets a letter from her from the Fashion Institute. Yeah, she doesn't want. Yeah, she doesn't want to open it. Yeah, right she doesn't away. want to open it right away. Um, I've like lost my train of thought thinking about this terrible transphobic mother. Uh, <laughs> I the next thing I wrote down is is when David visits Ricky. Yeah, this is it. She like takes the letter out of the out of the mailbox. And David comes out of nowhere and demands to know if, Fran- if her and Francesca slept together. And they fight. And David threatens to kill her. And Ricky psychs him out by reminding him that when they slept together, he bottomed. There's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> First of all, David go to therapy. Once again... David is bodily attacking another person. Uh-huh. He, like, throws Ricky to the ground. Mm-hmm. Okay? I don't know why Ricky wasn't, like, more scared for her life in this moment. I would have been terrified. I, I don't know. But maybe she was that confident that reminding him that they slept together would, like, send him spiraling. He obviously has a lot of internalized stuff to go through. Mm-hmm. But that's not... No one cares. Yeah, absolutely no one. I could not care less about all of his issues. Uh, but yeah, so he he just keeps attacking like all these women in this movie. So disgusting. And Ew. we're like supposed to, I don't know what how we're supposed to feel about David. Like, I don't know if we're supposed to emphasize, empathize with his situation 
or if I don't. we're supposed to think that he's like a nuanced character or nope. whatever. Like, uh, no, evil man, bad man. He has no redeeming qualities. And yet Ricky says that David will always be special to her because he was her first. I, I really don't. The thing I like least about Ricky is how she handles the David situation. Mm-hmm. Because if someone is treating you like garbage all of the time, mm-hmm. I, she just continue, She just lets him do it. It's like, oh, you know, he has it rough kind of thing. Like, sympathetic towards this man who has done nothing but try to put her in danger by, like, yeah. outing her at this party and stuff, misgendering her all of the time, and then threatening to kill her. Yeah. And she's just, like, understanding and immediately forgiving. I would have kicked this man where it hurts and not stopped. <laughs> like, I don't... I don't know what the movie wants us to think about this, you know? Like, I don't know... I don't know why David doesn't get his butt kicked. I I genuinely have no idea. I feel it's like it's like, the weaker narrative choice to not have Ricky fight back in this moment. It's also kind of weird that literally no one in this movie thinks this Marine is actually a threat to anyone. Yeah. I mean, after he, like, bodily attacks multiple women who are not fighting back... Uh, everyone just just brushes that off like oh he's a great man he's fought for our country and that's it i mean i know that men can get away with a lot but come on but come on so francesca arrives to check on ricky because ricky's been ignoring her texts and she's upset about this and ricky like david like runs off and francesca's like what was he doing here anyway we should talk about our relationship she okay she does to be fair like she drove up and i don't know where where david parked or if he just like walked here or something but he just marches she does like call after him repeatedly like yelling at him like david what are you doing here david talk to me why are you walking away from me? Blah, blah, blah. And he just ignores her. So once again, he's being terrible to his supposed fiance who he loves and wants to marry. Dump him. Um, like that alone, any one of the things that he does in this movie grounds to dump him. And he does all of them. Anyway, but yes, Francesca immediately switches tax and, and wants to talk about Ricky, which you know what? That's valid. I'd rather talk about Ricky than David. <laughs> Uh, Ricky tries to break things off between them, understandably, and Francesca says that she, like, valued their time together because it made her stop worrying about her future and her reputation for, like, once in her life. Like, she's had a lot of anxiety about that because her family's very well-to-do and her dad is involved in politics, and so she feels like there are eyes on her all of the time, but being with Ricky felt like it was a decision that she could make without worrying about any fallout because Ricky's just nice to be around and good for you, Francesca. And she doesn't want to marry David and be a stay-at-home mom, which is grounds to dump your fiancé. If you don't want to get married, break up with your fiancé. Yeah, she has this really sad speech. She's like in tears and she's like, yeah, I guess it's easier to stay with the Marine and be be a stay-at-home mom, uh, implying that she doesn't want that. Mm-hmm. 
And she really admires Ricky's ambitions about, like, wanting to have her own career and her own passions. Like, ma'am, are you okay? But um, the movie doesn't care about any of the things that it itself uh, brings up in this moment or elsewhere. And they break up anyway, because Ricky insists. Ricky wants to say friends, uh, but Francesca really likes her and, like, wants some distance if they're not going to be a thing. Like, wants some time to process which, like, is fair and valid. And then we finally get opening the envelope from the Fashion Institute. What were you going to say? Oh, nothing. Just that um, that breakup scene was really upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then... This movie is really good for a solid stretch. And then and now we're in the weeds. And then David mm-hmm. comes back. <laughs> but, and it's but terrible. And David's here. And men ruin everything. That's what this movie tells me. And now Robbie's here for TV night. Oh, wait, did you did you say what the Fashion Institute's response oh, was? Oh, the, the Fashion Institute has rejected Ricky, and it's sad. It, this is one of those movies where with, like a, like, a university letter, and it comes in a small envelope, and usually when a, a university, like, response to an application comes in a small envelope, it's a rejection, but sometimes movies forget that, and so an acceptance will be in a small envelope and the entire time with the first time that we watched this movie in the back of my mind I was like can we can we know what's in this envelope because I need to know because it could be an acceptance because sometimes movies don't know about the big envelope but it is a rejection and then Robbie comes over for tv night they have like a scheduled thing he comforts her about about Francesca and Ricky is like forcing herself to move on too quickly. She's learned to internalize a lot of her feelings from having been bullied so much. And like, this is where she gets her quick wit from, why she's so good at comebacks, why she's so good at like reading people and making sure that she knows how to keep them at arm's length and how to respond when they inevitably lash out at her because she's been bullied her entire life by like multiple like tens of people and Robbie's like mean to her about it yeah (laughs) he's he's acting personally offended at the way that Ricky wants to process this thing and like I think that the movie is aware that this is an unhealthy thing for her to do like they it does like demonstrate that this is something that she's doing because of trauma and like is not good for her and instead of Robbie as her best friend like that's his function in the narrative instead of him being like hey maybe you should talk about this you can yell at me about it if you want he starts screaming at her like he's mean to her and a little bit misogynistic about it like what are you doing man and then he gets transphobic also yeah can't forget that he like almost accidentally like it almost accidentally calls her not a real girl and I want to throw him out a window like what are you doing this is you're supposed to be her best friend you're supposed to be the person that she can depend on and the one person in this town outside of her family who isn't transphobic at her like what are you doing what are you doing Robert well to be fair he's uh exhibited these transphobic you know tendencies throughout the film that's true uh Ricky's just not picked up on them until he like screams it at her face yeah 
she can no longer deny that he is no better than any other terrible person in this town. And it sucks, and she's at, you know, a super low point right now, just broke up with the lovely and perfect Francesca, Mm -hmm. and just got rejected from her dream school. Yeah, and so Ricky, like, leaves to get some air, and then... Robbie tries to run after her, but Sam catches him and tries to show him the video of Teen Ricky, of the confessional video. And she talks in this video about how she, like, internalizes things. And this is where we get details about, like, her suicidal ideation. Uh, And that's scary for Robbie. And so he, like, bursts out of the house looking for her. And is like, yeah, you better be worried about her. Yeah, I, I wish I cared about uh, Robbie and his feelings right now or ever. Um, <laughs> In a different movie, fine. this is very compelling. If Robbie was a better character, this would be very compelling. Maybe. He eventually... <laughs> um, he eventually finds her down at the swimming hole. It's fine. She's just trying to clear her head. She's skinny dipping. He like explains that like he saw the video and thought that she might be suicidal. She says that she never, like, told him about her suicidal ideation because she was scared that he would abandon her. And, like, that's understandable, given the everything about him. I truly don't know why Ricky hangs out with Robbie. He does apologize, I guess. Does he really? Yeah. He apologizes, and he's like, I shouldn't have said that because you are the most unconfused person I know. Like, I... What, what, what does that even mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> I wrote that that line down, and next to it I wrote, Romance? Question <laughs> mark. Now, dear listener, you might be wondering at this point, why is this movie called Boy Meets Girl? Well, you see, Robbie explains that he was pushing back against Ricky and Francesca being together a little bit because he was jealous of Francesca. And how, like, Ricky and her seem to really like each other. And he, like, calls her beautiful. And she emerges from the water, like the lady of the lake, and says, Am I still beautiful? And Ricky is cute and I love her and I wish that they didn't kiss. (laughs) But they do. Oh, they have sex in the grass. They have sex on the grass. <laughs> Why do they do that? Don't have sex in the grass. On the lake shore, in the mud, with the bugs. There's not even a towel. I really hate when movies do that. And yeah, don't don't set out a towel or even a piece of clothing as something. I, ew, gross. I mean, also gross because uh, I hate Robbie. And Robbie does not deserve her. Feels like he's being rewarded for the bare minimum. And, like, we need to stop doing that to men in movies and in real life. We need to stop saying, good boy, you did the bare minimum. He has not been redeemed in my eyes, honestly. His, like, weird half-hearted apology does not make up for everything. You need to demonstrate these things through actions. Mm -hmm. Um, And his little, you know, spur-of-the-moment apology because he was worried about her does not count. Yeah. And they, they immediately have sex. Mm-hmm. Ricky just broke up with Francesca, like, yesterday. Yeah, we were just having an... You guys were just fighting because she was not processing her breakup in a healthy way. This is not gonna help. The movie just keeps forgetting things that have already happened in it, I guess. Yeah. 
Um, so they wake up ne- the next morning. Oh, wait, you forgot, bedroom. you forgot um, a line. What? Oh what? my God. I wrote, I had to write it down because it angered me so much. But mm-hmm. Robbie asks, do you love me? And my dude. I just got to plop that on there with the, you know, not processing things healthily. Just got to add yeah. that. Uh, in my notes, I wrote you. <laughs> anyway, continue. So they wake up and, oh my god, I forgot about the I love you thing. They wake up in Robbie's bedroom and you can tell that he's masked because he has all those barbells. Uh. They chat a little bit about like the newness of their relationship and how she didn't get into the fashion institute. Robbie thinks that she should just head to New York anyway, but uh, Ricky thinks that she'd like drown in the big city. Like she doesn't, without the structure and support of like being in school, she doesn't think that she'll, she'd be able to make it. And like, that's a fair thing. Like moving, moving a great distance from like from any two point between any two points is scary and intimidating but like moving from like a big like a small town to like new york freaking city baby that's scary i don't want to do that yeah and she says most people give up on their dreams anyway it's not the end of the world which like ricky please talk to someone (laughs) please get a therapist please interact with one not transphobic person please Interact with one trans person. I want Ricky to have a trans friend so bad. That would be really lovely. Maybe if this movie was better. If this movie was better. Um, Francesca and David talk, and this is the this is the scene. This, I hate this. They, yeah, they, I mean, they do have a somewhat mature conversation where they, like, finally, you know, reveal these secrets they've been keeping from each other, and they mm-hmm. agree to postpone the wedding so they can like re-learn about each other I guess mm-hmm. which if they if David was someone else that would have been great but let, let yeah. let's just rehash everything he has <laughs> done he, I mean he's first of all been physically abusive to two people one of them his mm-hmm. fiance. And he's Mm -hmm. also, like, repeatedly misgendered and threatened and put in danger Francesca's, like, closest friends. I mean, her only friend we see in this entire movie. Mm -hmm. And she's not close with anyone else in town because she was in boarding school her whole life. And yet he is endgame for this truly lovely person who does not deserve it. And And then David's like, are you mad at me? Like, dude, not everyone is mean like you i also want to point out how he's he got angry at ricky for francesca cheating and Mm -hmm. not and i hate when people do that when they get mad at the person their partner cheated with and not at the partner who cheated why do people do that yeah what do you what like, Ricky did knowingly sleep with a person who was engaged, but also Francesca was engaged. Yeah, Ricky didn't make a commitment. She could do whatever she wants. <sighs> so that was disgusting. Francesca deserves better, and I'm uh, concerned for her. Yeah. So that's, the, that's essentially the closure that we get on that storyline. That's the last we see of the two of them in this movie. Um, and then an un, undisclosed amount of time passes. Robbie is outside of Ricky's place, beep beeping. As the mail arrives, 
and then <laughs> Ricky like walks past Robbie's car to get the mail and Robbie is like excuse me but where are my kisses from Ricky <laughs> where is my smooch I wish I cared about him which is cute yeah if if what if there is a great AU of this movie where it's Francesca in this scene and she gets walked past she's like where are my kisses from Ricky Ricky and Francesca <laughs> is my OTP <laughs> and this movie just pooped on it mm-hmm. uh, Ricky has several like cards and letters from strangers and she's like what what's going on they all have like little notes about loving her designs and a dollar because no one in the universe of this movie has cash app I guess <laughs> This is revealed to have been some trickery on the part of Francesca and Robbie. And, like, instead of set up setting up a GoFundMe for to, to get Ricky to New York, they just ask people to send paper dollars in the mail. And, like, I don't... It's 2014. Yeah, now, now Ricky has all these ones she has to keep continuously, like, cashing in, putting in the bank. That's a lot of work. That sucks. And in this conservative small town, she's going to walk in with a bag full of ones. People are going to judge her. People are going to think she's a stripper. There's nothing wrong with being a stripper, but in this small-minded, transphobic hometown of hers, people are going to be mean to her. Uh, Sam comes out of the house to show Ricky a video of... uh, This is Grace Helbig playing a video blogger who is talking about the dress that Ricky made for Francesca. And she is asking people to send money in the mail for Ricky. Again, why did they just set up a GoFundMe? I guess, like, the impact of having, like, the physical letters in the mail. I don't know. It's more, like, cinematic. Yeah, I guess. Uh, the mailman comes back. Oh, I said that that was the last that we saw of David and Francesca, but it's not because they're in this scene and they are helping carry bags and bags of similar cards and letters for Ricky. Yeah, this... This singular moment of David doing some really simplistic manual labor of carrying in these letters is supposed to redeem him. Mm-hmm. I have nothing else to add. That, that's, that's my thought. Does it redeem him? That's for you to decide. <laughs> then, like, again, some undisclosed amount of time happens. And then Ricky's dad is helping her pack for New York. And they have this talk about how he's really proud of her and he thinks that her mom would have been proud of her if she wasn't a coward and she says goodbye to sam and it's really cute and then ricky and robbie get into the car and she puts francesca's hair bow on the rearview mirror that's like symbolism she will always carry francesca with her why isn't francesca just endgame i don't know why isn't francesca endgame they were really good together it was it was great it was amazing then we get the sequence of Sam posts the the confessional video and we see the rest of it and um, how it ends with Ricky talking about how she believes in herself and thinks that she is like a valuable person and thinks that other people should think of themselves as valuable and like wants other people to believe in themselves the way that she believes in herself. And... Uh, she says that she feels lucky to be alive and she like encourages others to like love love themselves and like we see other people presumably people who have sent Ricky money through the mail watching this video and it's really cute and wholesome and good and that's how the movie ends and I wish that it was better because it has so many bright spots I wish that it didn't betray me in the horrible ways that it did yeah <laughs> because it really could have been 
a great movie. I remember the first time we watched it, we really were into it for the first half. Mm -hmm. So disappointing. And then the thing with Robbie happens and it all goes downhill from there. Like It goes downhill from David. I don't understand. Let's be clear. I mean, David could have just been a villain, right? Like, we didn't have to. You're right. We don't have to have, just because a character is transphobic, we, doesn't mean that we have to re-traumatize all the trans people watching this movie. You're right. Like, this movie is good. And then it gets real bad. And I don't understand. And then it has the hopeful ending that really it doesn't earn, in my opinion. Not after mm-hmm. everything they just did. Not after they let David mm-hmm. and Robbie both be redeemed. And David for no reason. Robbie for a stupid reason. And we don't really get any setup to, like, why Robbie is, like yelling and angry in that scene with with Ricky after the breakup like I I he explains it's because he was jealous of her and Francesca but like why why is it manifesting in that way is this it does this movie think that men are violent this movie thinks <laughs> men are genuinely just terrible and transphobic that's what except for Ricky's Ricky's dad and Sam yeah yeah and I the movie also kept implying the whole time that Robbie was super uncomfortable with the idea of ever hooking up with someone that had a penis. And yeah. that's never addressed at all. He doesn't like, we don't see him process that. Like, I don't. Was he lying to like try to deflect? Prevent his brain from like going there and actually thinking about Ricky in that way? We just don't talk about it. I. I want to like nothing this movie more. is resolved. <laughs> nothing is resolved. Yeah, I want to like this movie more, but unfortunately, it betrayed me, and I can't in multiple ways. the The breakup really upset me the most because mm-hmm. the, the Francesca and Ricky breakup. To clarify, right? Because they that relationship was so exciting for like both of them, for character growth for both of them, and it was it was so good. And And the reason they broke up doesn't make sense. Yeah. Get rid of your terrible fiancé. Get rid of him. And it wasn't even... Like, Ricky does it because Francesca's engaged. Maybe Francesca was about to break it off. Mm -hmm. She should have. Regardless of, like, whether or not Ricky wants to maintain a romantic relationship, she still should have uh, supported her friend as she dumps this really horrible, violent man. Yeah. And a true friend wouldn't let a friend continue being engaged to a horrible, violent man. And I feel like that's inconsistent with Ricky's characterization in the first part of the film. (laughs) And why why are we supposed to, as the audience, be Mm -hmm. okay with that? And like, why, like, her, her explanation is that David is special to her because they had sex when they were teens. Like, mm yeah I, we're supposed to forgive everything david did because he has this weird unprocessed like all, all these feelings because he's hooked up with ricky before i don't why does that excuse these horrible things we don't know and the movie doesn't care the movie said heteronormativity baby yeah what are you doing you were so close movie you were right there <laughs> speaking of movies that like, will make us angry to talk about <laughs> Next week is Margarita with a Straw. I can't wait. Which is another movie that is really good for like the first 40 minutes. That movie was so close to being amazing. It was right there. 
you can find the show on but on Twitter at uh, but is it underscore gay. I am Hal Hewlin on Twitter. Where are you on Twitter, Autumn? <laughs> and I am autumnal underscore season. We'll see you next week where we talk about Michael with the Straw. And if you liked us ranting about this movie, get excited. Oh boy. <laughs>